All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and happy Monday to you. This is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today's the 18th of May. It was quite the busy weekend in terms of news and we'll tell you all about it. The first thing you should know, though you probably know this already, is that the lockdown to curb the spread of the coronavirus has been extended further in India. This time it's till the 31st of May. States and union territories will now categorize red, green and orange zones, taking into consideration the parameters shared by the Health Ministry according to the new guidelines released by the Ministry of Home Affairs. All activities are permitted except which are specifically prohibited. But in containment zones, only essential services are going to be allowed. The new guidelines were announced after the National Disaster Management Authority, which is headed by Prime Minister Narendra Modi, ordered the continuation of restrictions till the end of the month. The extension of the lockdown comes at a time when India added the highest number of new cases over the weekend at nearly 5,000. This takes the total tally to 90,927, surpassing the number of cases in China where the virus originated. Remember, the latest data comes in at 8 a.m., so do look up the website, bloomberquint.com, or in fact, the Health Ministry's website for the latest update. Over the weekend, Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman also outlined the final part of the 20 lakh crore relief package that was announced by the Prime Minister. Among those measures, a couple of them stand out. The Indian government has raised the allocation of its flagship rural employment guarantee scheme amid concerns that employment opportunities will decline due to the impact of COVID-19. The budget for MGNREGA program is being raised by 40,000 crore rupees over and above the 2021 budget allocation of 61,500 crore rupees. Apart from that, the Indian government has raised the borrowing limit for states sharply to a total of over 10 lakh crore rupees. But the increased borrowing limits have come with conditions attached, which seek to have states implement reform priorities laid down by the centre. In the press conference yesterday, the finance minister said that states will be allowed to borrow up to 5% of GDP compared with the current limit of 3%. And finally, India has suspended the initiation of fresh insolvency proceedings for a period of one year in order to shield companies impacted by the outbreak of the virus. This is part of the economic relief package that was announced by the government. So with all the announcements relating to the 20 lakh crore package now out of the way, economists are saying that it will involve a very small amount of direct government spending. Have a look at why they're saying this in the story on the website BloombergQuint.com. In corporate news, Reliance Industries' 53,125 crore rights issue will open for subscription on the 20th of May and close on the 3rd of June. The record date, remember, was set as the 14th of May. And one share will be offered as per the rules for every 15 shares held at a price of 1,257. 
In more news on the company, General Atlantic has agreed to buy a 6,598 crore stake in Geo Platforms as the private equity firm became the fourth investor to bet on Mukesh Ambani's telecom and technology assets in less than a month. The investment values Geo Platforms at an equity value of 4.91 lakh crore rupees and an enterprise value of 5.16 lakh crore rupees, which is a valuation that's not too different from the deals that were just recently struck. In international markets, it's a mixed start for equities in the Asia-Pacific region, with two of the three early rises starting the week in the red. The Australian benchmark was higher by nearly a percent last I checked. U.S. equity futures were indicating a positive start to the week when I checked last. Now with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Agam. How are we looking at the start of the week? Good morning, Alex, and good morning, listeners. Well, it's a quiet morning as far as Asian markets are concerned, and that is exactly what the SGX Nifty futures is also indicating, a marginal decline of around 30 points. And that is perhaps what we can expect as far as our opening is concerned. We start with Reliance Industries, where General Atlantic is going to invest 6,600 crores in geo platforms for a stake of 1.3%. The investment values geo platforms at 5.2 lakh crore rupees as enterprise value and this valuation is similar to the recent investments that the company has received remember since april 22nd this is the fourth large investment in geo platforms the previous ones include facebook silver lake and vista partners we shift focus to earnings we have cipla where earnings have been largely in line but also muted where revenues declined one percent year on year profits was down 33 percent margins were largely at 14.5 percent a tad below expectations and there was, of course, uh, that impact of 200 basis points on margins owing to COVID-19 related cutoffs. We also have L&T Technology Services. Once again, not a bad quarter considering revenues did rise 8% and net profit rose 7%, better than a lot of uh, the peers in the technology sector. Nippon Life Asset Management, where revenues declined 20% year on year, its profit declined 98%. The profit was impacted because of mark-to-market loss in treasury operations due to market volatility in March. And then we have earnings from two NBFCs. One is L&T Finance Holding, where net interest income rose about 5.5% year-on-year. Net profit declined 30%. And then there is M&M Financial Services, where net interest income rose just 3.7% year-on-year and net profit declined 65.8%. There was an impairment of 822 crores on financial instruments for M&M Financial Services in the current quarter, out of which 681 crores is for COVID-19 impact. Now, some positive news coming in from Maruti Suzuki. It has begun or rather resumed production of vehicles at its Gurgaon plant, uh, that is today, this morning. We have Persistence Systems, which has been awarded a multi-year contract by leading U.S.-based multi-cloud enterprise software company. It is engaged 
for a period of five years with an estimated revenue of $50 million. And in key bulk deals, a very interesting one here, we have Bharti SBM Holdings, which has acquired 0.8% stake in AU Small Finance Bank at 414.6 rupees per share. Uh, this stake was sold by the promoter of the bank, Chiranjilal Agarwal, and it was the same stake. And remember that Bharti SPM Holdings is a Sunil Bharti Mittal promoted entity and which makes this particular transaction interesting. Now these are just some of the stocks that you can watch out for as we move into trade today. But don't forget to go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know only on BloombergQuinn.com. Thanks Agam. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day and an amazing week ahead. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.